Hey cuties, welcome to Mimi Said What? I am Mimi Robinson, and this is my podcast where I talk about all of the things. You know, the things you and your girls talk about in your group texts, those things. No subject is off limits and everything is unfiltered. Happy New Year, cuties. I hope it was a good one. Let's get into it. So how did you celebrate? Me, I celebrated the way I have celebrated for the last few years. I spend a whole bunch of time talking about how I want to get cute and dressed up. I generally have a closet full of new clothes that need to be cute and taken out. And then I always end up at home on the sofa with my husband. And right before the ball drops, we gather the children. We watch the ball drop. Hugs, kisses, happy new year. We disperse. Everybody goes to bed. Happy New Year. Yeah, that's how it goes in my house. (laughs) So let me know. Did you get all cute? Did you get all fancy? Or were you like me in a unicorn onesie on the sofa at home? Or better yet, were you even awake? I've talked to a few people and they were like, oh, I was asleep. I ain't mad at that either. I understand. I was awake until midnight and a little bit after. And then I lay my burdens down because I'm all about this rest in this here new year. So tell me, what are your plans for 2020? Are you the kind of person who makes plans, goals, New Year's resolutions? Or are you just the New Year, new me? No, bitch. New Year, same me. Maybe a little bit better. Maybe a little bit stronger. A little more motivated. But the same at the core of my person. I do have goals. I tend to um, write them out. I keep them in my planner because old fashioned, I like to have things written out. And statistics say, statistics are always questionable, but whatever. Statistics say if you write things down, you commit them to memory better and all of those things. Also, like I said, old fashioned. So I do write them down. I generally don't share them. Um, I do a post on MimiCuteLips.com on the blog every year. And what I have been doing for the last few years is kind of just coming up with a word for the year. And so that I do share. Um, Now, my goals that I set for myself, they're generally some goals for myself, but they also include some brand goals for Mimi Cute Lips. And now Mimi Said What, which is an extension of that. Um, So my brand, my career, I have a nine to five, y'all. Okay. So yeah, I do work. A lot of people don't think I do, but I do have a nine to five. So I have some career goals there. Um, some personal goals, some family goals, some marital goals, stuff like that. But my word for the year is, are you ready? That's my drum roll. Okay. (laughs) So dramatic, so extra. You're not surprised. So my word for the year is heard. Now I don't make, I don't have like a grandiose process in how I choose my word It generally comes to me, which may sound a little bit strange, but it comes to me in a sense of maybe in the the things that I want for the year or the things that I'm focused on. And maybe this is kind of like a recurring theme that kind of happens. So last year, my word was foundation and it was good. It was it was a great word for the year. And um, my life kind of fell in that area. So this year, my word is heard. H-E-A-R-D. Heard is the past tense form of the verb to hear. Perceive with the ear the sound made by someone or something. 
to be told or informed of, to be aware of, to know of the existence of, listen to, pay attention to, I hear you. To gain knowledge of by hearing, to listen to with attention. That's a good word, right? Yes, get into it. Um, so tell me if you have a word for the year. If you don't, that's cool. Maybe it's something you might like the idea and you get into or you just like, hell no, I don't have time for that stuff. Um, I know as much as people talk about their new year, new me, their goals, their resolutions or whatever, <laughs> they also talk about how after two weeks you will have moved on. And if you're that person, well, that's allowed too. <laughs> We're not judging you. We're not judging you at all. But do share what is your process if you have a process and like i said if you don't that's okay uh we got some things to talk about though so let's get into it so i wanted to add one more thing to this whole new year's thing i saw this post on facebook i believe and the guy who posted it his name is jared sawyer jr now i don't know if he created this or he just reposted it it says it's dated from 2018. either way the shit was dope I'm fully adapting it. I've already started and I thought you might like to as well. So the little post says, from now on, try to schedule your month with these things. One lunch date with a friend, 24 hours, no social media, one day outdoors, one night out with friends, one date night, even if it's just with yourself, one breakfast meetup with friends, one movie night, one day serving others, and one day completely to yourself. Fucking love it. This is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine things to do every single month. So today is, I don't know, we're a few days into the year. Um, and I have accomplished a day of serving others. Um, so I did some volunteer work at um, my teenager's school. I'm on the PTSA committee. And so I ran concessions last Friday um, for the basketball games. And then I had uh, a movie night last night. I'll share more about that. And then there was one other, uh, a night out with your friends. So my movie night in it was a night out with my friends. So, so far I have done three of these. I think I said it was nine of them things. So I need to get to it. A day completely to myself is going to be unheard of, child. I'm gonna have to move to the goddamn moon, but I'm gonna work on it. But I thought it was a really, really cute idea. So I'll list it out in the um the comments, uh, not the comments, the details of the podcast in case you wanna try it. And I'll also post it to social, but I thought it was really, really dope. Okay, so the other thing were events. I didn't talk about events. So I don't have a lot. Both of them are about Like a Boss. So Like a Boss stars Tiffany Haddish. It stars um, Billy Porter. Billy motherfucking Porter. Let me tell y'all, I love me some Billy Porter, okay? I love, love, love him. And then uh, Rose um, Barony. Birney, I think is how you say her name. Um, anyway, Rose was in um, Bridesmaids. She was um, the other best friend. <laughs> so if you've seen that, she was in that. It stars Selma Hayek and Tiffany, Rose, Selma, 
and Billy Porter are fucking hilarious. It's such a cute, cute movie. It's a movie about best friends. So Rose and Tiffany Haddish characters are, is it Mia and Mel? I think they are. They're best friends. And they've been best friends since childhood. And they go into business together. And a whole bunch of clusterfucker shit starts to happen. Within their friendship, naturally, as you grow old, not grow old, but grow older, and your ideas shift, and maybe they aren't the same anymore, and all kinds of shit. It's funny. Um, I saw Tiffany Haddish in a different light. So I went to the screening last night, hence the movie I mentioned that I saw. So I went to the screening last night. Um, I gave away tickets. Oh, excuse me. I gave away tickets on my social. So I hope you were in attendance. I saw a few faces, but it was cute. So it wasn't as loud and in your face as Tiffany Haddish can be. Um, she was a little muted, but in a good way, she was still hella funny. Um, but I didn't feel like she stole the show. So it was like a good balance, but fucking Billy Porter, listen, his whole entire character start to finish does not disappoint. Hilarious. Okay. Hilarious. So the movie is out in theaters, um, Friday. January 10th, go see it, grab your bestie, take him or her or them with you and go see it, okay? I promise you. Um, I went to the Gallery Place Chinatown Theater. I had me a glass of wine. Yes, they have wine and liquor at their concession. While I was watching it, I had um, my bestie with me and we had a good goddamn time. There is a scene in the movie called A Tragic Moment. And let me tell you, it will forever be a part of my vernacular. Like uh, my bestie T and I were talking and there's so many quotables in this movie, which I love about a good movie. There's so many funny moments. There's so many words we have now adapted um, because fierce is definitely one of those. So you'll have to see the movie to get those references. I will do a full review on the movie. I need to check and see when the embargo is before I can drop it. But yeah, do go see it. Go support it. It's hella, hella funny. It's not kid-friendly. Let's be very clear. This movie is rated R for a reason. Don't try it. So the Golden Globes came on this weekend. Did you watch? I didn't watch. Um, usually, uh, nope. First of all, it wasn't really black, so I definitely didn't watch. That's generally why I watch, though. Uh, I'm rooting for everybody black always. But I don't know what I was doing. I was busy doing something else. Probably watching some television. We'll get into that next. Um, so I didn't watch. If anything, or you know what? I had to run to the store. I went to Target. That's what happened. So generally, I will watch the uh, red carpet like while I'm cooking or whatever. And this year, I just didn't even do that. Now, I did see some of the fashion. I was not overwhelmingly impressed by any one person in particular. Um, There was a white lady. I don't know her name. Don't even remember who she was. She had on this beautiful yellow gown. It was full sleeves. I think it was kind of like a deep V in the middle. It was like full coverage, though. It was beautiful. Um... That was the only person I think that I... Oh, nope, nope. How the fuck did I forget this? Billy motherfucking Porter. Billy Porter in this white tux he had on with like a feathered train. 
I saw that because I see everything Billy does. I follow him. My boo, the style medic, and I are always messaging pictures back and forth of Billy Porter to make sure that we have missed nothing. So, yes, um, Billy never comes to play with you hoes. He shuts the carpet down every time. And this one was no different. Also, I think this one was kind of one of my favorites. Like, he has a lot that I love. I love dramatic and extra. You're not surprised. Um, but this one was definitely within my top three for him. So I did see that because social media and all things Billy. But I didn't really see too many. I did see Kerry Washington, which... Ugh, I wanted to like it up top, but it was ill-fitting in the middle, and yeah, and so I didn't see. I saw Zoe Kravitz because I absolutely love her. I saw her from like maybe the chest up, and she looked absolutely stunning. I did see the full dress, and I didn't love it, but it's so her. But just her makeup, her bomb-ass Lisa Bonet, and uh, her daddy's cheekbones, I did see those. And her red lips. She looks cute from the top up, from the chest up. I didn't really love the rest of it. And then I think the only per person they talked about the most on Wendy Williams was Beyonce, of course. Um, <laughs> she came to the Golden Globes with her Golden Globes, honey. Um, but there was a talk about her standing. I didn't get the conversation. I didn't know if it was because her dress was so restricting that she had to stand or if some other shit was going on. Um, what I did watch was Ricky Gervais' monologue on Facebook. And um, it was funny. He came for everybody and I wasn't mad at it, but he said pussy in his monologue. And it was funny in context, but I was like, you said pussy on network television? Of course they bleeped it out because you can't say that. But I was like, sir, also white privilege. So, um, but even in his monologue, as funny as it was, and like I said, he came for everybody. He kept saying, they'll never have me again. But he's white. And you know what? They probably will have him again. It was funny. I don't know anything else about the rest. Um, the blacks were snubbed. Um, I know Ava DuVernay and them. I don't even believe they were in the category. Um, no, somebody was nominated. Who was it? Billy was nominated for Pose again. There was somebody else black that was nominated. I can't remember who it was. They didn't win. It doesn't matter. So that was that for the Golden Globes. Um, I'll likely probably not even tune in next year, but it's the start of award season. And generally my favorite part is the fashion. Okay, so let's talk about some television. You know, that's my judge. So Power, the new episode of Power drops on Sunday. Folks were staying up for midnight, at, mm, for midnight, until midnight so they could watch it. I started watching it yesterday. I was underwhelmed and I did not finish. I have long been bored with power, but I am for whatever reason committed to seeing it through to the end, no matter how painful it is. So I didn't finish the episode. I don't even know if they fucking reveal who killed Ghost. Honestly, at this point, I could give a shit. I watched long enough to see Dre get arrested and go to jail with his flunkies who was, uh, Ghost put a hit out on. That's about it. That's about all. I'll finish watching at some point. It's not at the top of my list, though. I know a new episode of All Rise came on the DVR this week, so I'll be watching that. The Resident comes back on tonight, so I will also be watching that. Um, everything is more important and priority over power, so there's that. But let me tell you about my new fucking unhealthy-ass addiction. You. Please tell me you have watched you on Netflix. You, you in the cheap seats, anybody, anybody? Okay, so full disclosure, when I see shit that everyone is on, I'm generally not on it. 
I think the style medic has run rubbed off on me. My best friend T is a contrarian, which is a legit word. And she is someone who does the the exact opposite of what everyone else is doing just for the sake of it. Not because she won't like it, not because it's not her thing, because everyone's doing it and she doesn't want to be a get with. So I had been seeing people talk about you on social and I was like, whatever. And then my father-in-law call, call my father-in-law granddad. So granddad calls and he's uh, called to talk about some other stuff. And then he was like, I was at the barbershop today and they were talking about this show called You on Netflix. And I was like, well, did you watch it? And he was like, they were talking about it so much. I went home and watched it, watched it. So I was like, well, damn, granddad, I got to go watch it too, because you talking about it and it was on social. My father-in-law is not on social. So I decide I'm going to start watching it now. If you don't know the premise of the show, which I didn't because I kept seeing people talk about it, but nobody was talking about what the show was about, just their commentary. Remember last week, we talked about how people like to wax poetically. Now this, I will allow. This is indeed a show that you can wax about poetically. However, for a much different reason. One, this shit is is fictitious. It's fiction, right? It's, It's a fictional character and story and everything. It's not someone's real life. So therefore, wax poetically as you will. So the show is about a dangerously charming, intensely obsessive young man who goes to extreme measures to insert himself in the lives of those he is transfixed by. That sounds crazy already. Of course, this is a white man. It's a white show stirring all white people. Now, generally, I don't like those kind of shows. Sex in the City is my exception to that show. This is a whole nother I don't know. I don't even know what you call it. It's crazy. The main character is a full on um, psychopath, a sociopath or whatever. Insert any deranged (laughs) title here. This is the character. So because this is an all white show featuring, featuring white people that I was not familiar with. Penn Bagley is the main character. Um. Thanks to social, I know that he was on Gossip Girl. Please refer back to my previous statement where I don't watch a lot of shows with just all white characters. So I've never seen Gossip Girl. Have no idea. But apparently he was on there. So he is the main character in this show. Now, um, the show is two seasons and each season has 10 episodes. Each episode is about 45 to 50 minutes long. Okay, I started watching this on Thursday of last week at work. And I was five episodes in by the end of the day. Okay, I only work eight hours in the day. I'll allow you to do the math. I also did work. Don't come for me. Secondly, I was like, oh, I generally watch TV at work. That's my place. I got shit to do at home. The kids are home. My husband's home. I'm doing stuff. I'm out and about. So I get to really like indulge in television at work and focus and pay attention while I'm doing all the other things. So I was like, oh, well, I'll just finish watching. Well, I'm not in the office on Friday, so I was going to wait till Monday. But the show was so damn good that that wasn't going to work for me, y'all. Okay, first five episodes I told you on Thursday. So that was half of season one. By the time I went back into the office on Monday, I was down. I had finished all of season one, so I had watched an additional five episodes, and I was now on episode nine of season two, which I told you they only have 10 episodes. Listen, the addiction was real. 
Now, here's the crazy thing. The show is crazy as fuck. It will make you question things that should be rather black and white, right? It should be things that you do not question because these are obviously bad things. So, um, spoiler alert. If you have not watched you on Netflix and you plan to watch or you do not want to hear spoilers, pause this, okay? Pause this here and come back in a few minutes. But for those of you who have watched or are not worried about, honestly, I'm going to discuss some things. I'm going to mostly discuss characters. I will not give away like full on details. Okay. So season one, I felt like the first couple of episodes were kind of slow, right? You got to build up the story and it makes sense. But then the story comes at you fast. Season one was a solid ass season. It was good episode one to episode 10 like it all makes sense and you were drawn in but at the same time you were like okay this is all freaky and I don't know how to feel also then there's season two now I kept hearing before I started watching that season two was going to be better than season one and it was but in my mind after watching season one how the fuck do you outdo all of this fuckery that has taken place in this show because y'all took side psychotic behaviors to new levels yet they did season two was definitely better than season one okay so the the character in season one is joe by season two he's going by will and then joe will you'll have to figure out why you'll have to watch if you haven't watched if you've watched and you already know what the hell i'm talking about it's strange i told you it was crazy so season one you're kind of just following joe the main character his habits, how he moves about, what his addictions are. Um, and then by season two, you still watching him, Joe, now Will, Joe Will. Um, you still watching his habits, but you already know his habits now. But season two gets into the backstory of how he came to be the psychotic person that he absolutely is. Now, here's the interesting thing is that women are like texting this character. Remember, I told you his name is Penn in real life about how they love Joe. And he's like, but Joe's a murderer, <laughs> right? So he is constantly just, just like telling people like, they'll be like, oh my God, I'm so in love with Joe. And he's like, yeah, but he's a terrible person. So I appreciate his mission to keep it real with people in perspective. Conversely though, this is how people like, um, uh, their names are all drawn a blank to me. The twins who, the man, no, the twin brothers, the men that, men, yeah, the men, Menendez brothers I think it was the ones who killed their parents so these are how crazy people like this crazy people in real life who um there was Timothy McVeigh so the I think he was the Oklahoma City bombing so people like that who do very dark and morbid things and kill people multiple people right but then they get in jail and there are women who are all but throwing their panties at these men behind bars they're writing them letters some of them go so far as to get into relationships with the with them and even further to get married to these people while they're in jail so this show kind of touches on that how somehow you can humanize a monster who has done terrible things and you love them i want to say that's some white people shit that's not me i'm very clear about how i feel about joe slash will in his behaviors now just like those people in real life bad people also do good things this is how someone who has a totally 
terrible and miserable experience with someone. Let's use Bill Cosby, for example, right? So all these women came out with allegations against him. They had terrible experiences with him. But the cast, uh, so Rudy and Theo in particular, spoke out and they were just like, that wasn't my experience. Now, that's not to say that these women experiences aren't valid. That just wasn't their experience. So you could have somebody who's a fucking deadbeat ass dad to their kids and their kids have a terrible experience with them. But they may be a stellar employee at work. They may be employee of the month. They may be so kind. These Things can exist in one person. They do so simultaneously all the time. So with this character, while he is in fact killing people and stalking people and doing all kind of crazy shit, he's also a good person. He looks out for the little boy who lives in his building and he looks out for this other young girl and he's helpful and he's kind and he's nice and he's a gentleman and he's loving and he's doting. He's all of those things, but bitch, he is crazy. Oh my God. Okay. Now, the other thing. Now, I told you I am acutely aware that this man is crazy and I don't have love for him, but I do at least understand how people write these messages about, oh my God, I love this man, right? So I told you he he kills people. He absolutely does. But Peach, the girlfriend's friend in season one, I was not mad when he killed that bitch. I wasn't mad at all. She got on my fucking nerves. I was like, in my mind, I was like, I hope he kills her. I'm so sick of her. Like, she's just a terrible ass person. And so, (laughs) in real life, you would not encourage someone to do this. But this is make-believe. And so, in this make-believe world, I was hoping that she would die and I wouldn't have to deal with her. Thankfully, that in fact occurred. So, I did not have to deal with her. Then there was Beck. Beck was his girlfriend in season one. And... She is someone who just perpetually cannot get it together. She is her own enemy and she's gullible as fuck. Um, I didn't want him to kill her, but she was obnoxious and annoying to me. So then we come to season two. I like the characters in season two far better than season one. Um, So in season two, 40 which is the brother of the girlfriend, um, exhausts me. Like, I got his story. I understand how he came to be. He's damaged. Okay, newsflash. Everybody in this show is damaged in some form or fashion, okay? So, Forty was just really codependent and just exhausting. He is the epitome of white privilege, right? So, he's got money. He comes from a wealthy family, a broken family. A lot of them are, but a wealthy white family. He is a white man and he is privileged just by the sheer gender and uh, color of his skin. He was dumb. He was so dumb. He was so gullible. He was arrogant. He was an asshole. He was so many things. He exhausted me. I don't have patience and tolerance for people like that. And so it was hard to watch. Um, And then there was Candace. (laughs) Candace got on my nerves too. And I wish she would die as well. She was just exhausting. She is, um, I don't know. She's not, I was going to say she's the white version of 40, but she's not. She's arrogant. She's cocky. And she's a bit bitchy. And maybe some of that is rightfully so. But her character was obnoxious and annoying to me too. Now, there was Ellie. Ellie was the sister. Ellie was the neighbor, but she was the little sister to Delilah. 
I believe Ellie is maybe the first person we meet in season two. I fucking love Ellie. She's a teenager. She is witty. She got a smart ass fucking mouth. Hello, have you met me? Um, She knows exactly what she wants. She was smart as fuck. She was talented as hell. But she was unapologetic about who she was, what she wanted, and she made no mistake that she was going to keep working towards that despite what anyone else thought. Nobody was going to change her opinion. I love her. Um, And then there was love. She exhausted me. And for whatever reason, her mouth in the close-up scenes irritated me. Kind of like Carrie Washington's mouth irritates you, especially if you watch Scandal, which I used to absolutely love. Um, But the show was very well done. They touch on a lot of topics, a lot of real-life topics, um, multi-layered topics for sure. So the white privilege, the broken households, the abandonment, the trauma as a child that carries over into your adulthood, like all of these things. But it touches on love and it's... It's kind of authentic in a way and friendships and uh, it was a lot of things. It's a lot of things. If you have not watched, you should absolutely watch. Now, there is a plot twist in season two that I did not see coming. And I was there with my mouth open like, how the fuck did we get here? I assume there has to be a season three. There's no way they cannot have a season three. Now, with said season three that they have not announced. They have set it up quite nicely. I cannot wait to see what comes about. I want to know if we're ever going to hear about Ellie. I wonder if Ellie is going to be the Candace in season three. I don't know. I have all the questions. Report back. Let me know if you've watched. Let me know your thoughts. Moving on. Still Netflix, but Raising Dion. I talked about Raising Dion earlier in the podcast season as one of the shows I absolutely adored. It's by Michael B. Jordan. And just recently they announced that we are in fact getting a season two. Super excited about that. Netflix is doing it. Okay. So I mentioned um, Ricky Gervais in the Golden Globes piece. And one of the things he talked about, he was like, everybody could go home. This is just like the Netflix show. And it is like Netflix uh, it's coming for network television's neck hard. Like it's got the networks by the balls for sure. They consistently put out good programming. So um, just the shows that I've talked about on here, I've talked about Dolomite Is My Name starring Eddie Murphy. I just talked about you. Um, I didn't talk about Marie Kondo, but she was a popular one. She was the tidy up bit. I shouldn't say that. She was the bitch getting y'all to tidy up your shit. I never watched. I'm already OCD. I'm fairly obsessively organized anyway. But she was one that was talked about a lot on social media. I told y'all about Holiday Rush. That was the Christmas movie starring Romney Malco. Another one that was trending over the weekend during the holiday season on social media. Raising Dion was trending. Um, the Kevin Hart documentary had been trending. Now, Kevin Hart's documentary is a little bit different. Only because he is an established celebrity. Now, granted, Eddie Murphy is too, but Eddie hadn't been on TV in years. So the Dolomite one was a little bit different. But because Kevin Hart is who he is, people were going to watch naturally. But a lot of these shows start characters that I'd never seen before or characters who were in one-off shows that maybe most of us haven't watched. But Netflix got it. Their programming is varied. These shows are white shows, black shows, everybody shows, organizational shows. Like, they run the gamut. 
But all of these shows at some point have been trending on social media. So whatever the formula is, Netflix got the juice, okay? Now they're also shelling out coinage to the Dave Chappelle specials and the Chris Rocks and the Eddie Murphys because Eddie Murphy has a three-part deal with them, I think. So they shelling out the coinage. It's working. It's fucking working. They got the sauce and... um. I hope they keep going with it. There are two cartoons on Netflix that I enjoy. Now, obviously, I'm a grown-ass woman. I don't generally watch cartoons, but two of them I put little cute lips onto. One is called The Harvey Girls, and it's an animated cartoon. Um, She'll be eight on Sunday, so it's kind of targeted to her demographic, but maybe younger kids might like it too. But definitely, I'd say like five and up for sure would definitely like it. Um, I came across this cartoon on Netflix because Maggie... The black girl from Grey's Anatomy, who is Meredith Grey's sister, does the voice of the black girl in the cartoon. I'm rooting for everybody black. So I told Little Cute Lips about the show on the strength of Maggie doing the voice of this one character. The cartoon is not like a black, all black kids cartoon. It's a mixed group of kids, Um, boys and girls too. But it's a really cute cartoon that my daughter loves. The other one is Motown Magic, which is just what it is. It's a cartoon starring a little black boy, and every episode, the storyline is set to a Motown song. It's fun. That one's probably geared more to younger kids, but even though Little Cute Lips is about to be eight, she still enjoys it, and I enjoy it too. Now, I don't actively sit down and watch it, but if she's watching it, I definitely enjoy the listening to it and, of course, the jams. So, You get to hear the Jackson 5 and Smokey and all of these people. But it's a great way for your children to learn some of these old classics that they probably wouldn't know about otherwise. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Mimi Said What. You can follow me everywhere on social at Mimi Cute Lips. And you can follow the podcast at Mimi Said What on Facebook and Instagram. As you continue the conversation, don't forget to use the hashtag Mimi Said What. Until next time, cuties.